What is going on, you guys? Well, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to Roll the Tape. Welcome back to Roll the Tape. The the I'm, only the only I'm, podcast. I'm I'm Eric. I'm Carter. A new thing I was thinking about is that uh, maybe we could call our fans the uh, projectionists, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, the projectionist. Because we're because we're like roll the tape. Or like we're maybe telling. I was I was workshopping this, but what about what do you what do you think about Imagineers? I, if I, we call I, our fans Imagineers. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pro- probably it's probably pa- it's probably copyrighted. Oh, is that a thing already? I thought I made that up. <laughs> well, it's probably copyrighted. <laughs> no, by I know. <laughs> yeah. Because we're like yeah, roll pro- the tape. Projectionists. And then, yeah. And then the fans are like. Oh, okay. And then they had to, like, oh, put, put the thing and then, like, go, like... And then, and roll the, and then they roll the Yeah, yeah, like, well, it, that's an old... So, it's any, of of the, uh, any of the projectionists out there, uh... This one's for you. This one's for you. Did you know Jeremy Jeremy Jans used to work as a projectionist in a theater? Really? Yeah, the YouTuber guy. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Um... That's cool. Yeah. So today, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've heard you, you all the, <laughs> oh yeah, all overwhelming the, support oh, on the last yeah, over- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard you, loud we, and loud. clear, people. <laughs> loud it's, and clear. It's loud and clear. You guys really wanted an episode two. <laughs> <laughs> And you really wanted it to be about our favorite directors. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're doing literally in this episode. In, epi- in this podcast. In this episode that you are listening to right with now. With your ears. With your ears. Transmit- yeah. Okay. It is favorite directors. Okay. So we're going to do top three each and some honorable mentions too. Right. So. So you want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah. I'll do some honorable mentions. Uh, my first is going to Senor Tarantino, oh. who I know, uh, oh. I know he'll probably be coming up. Coming up a little bit Co- later. Yeah, coming yeah. up a little later. But I, I really appreciate uh, him and what he's contributed, his films. Uh, I guess my favorites of his would be uh, Django Unchained and probably Inglorious Bastards. I've seen, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I've seen uh, One Spot Time in Hollywood. I've seen some of those other movies. And I enjoyed them, but they weren't as much of a... A as, riot. Yeah, like I didn't enjoy them as much. Yeah. I didn't really get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, honestly, I need to rewatch it. But, okay. yeah. And then, uh, Greta Gerwig. Right, and I, right, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Lady Bird a lot. Dude. And I liked, I thought, I thought, um, Little Women was a little bit less, like, it was a little bit less, like, it didn't feel like an indie film, the way well, that... Well, I mean, that's kind of tough to do if you're adapting... Yeah. Little women. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, but it had a little bit more of a pr- of a high production l- feel, but but I still enjoyed it. I thought yeah, it was, the cast actually, was actually I uh, in a roundtable that she was in, she said that she actually uh, got some advice from Mr. Spielberg. Really? Well, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. He he. Uh, I don't know. I offered to yeah. talk to her about it while she was working on it. I thought yeah, and I thought just as Lady Bird. The cast was good, but you could really feel like the director had a lot to. It was her story. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. you could really feel like the director behind it. But in Little Women, the cast really shined a lot right. with Timothy Chalamet. And, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that man. Um, and then I'll do one more honorable mention. What's that? Name? I'll give it to Christopher Nolan. Ah. My favorite by far is Memento. I I also really like Inception. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't too thrilled about Interstellar. 
I'm excited for to see ten. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard from you know people who have seen it and who said it was mind blowing. Yeah, like, dude. Crazy, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think it looks really sick. Yeah. So one one thing that I love about Christopher Nolan, and I think this is the mark of any good director, right, is that you should be able to watch their movie and then know who directed it. You know. Oh yeah. And, and that's and and Christopher Nolan excels at that because. Of the whole time thing, yeah. The music, yeah. And the time. You know. I think. I think the. This is sorry to interject here. No, no, no. I yeah. think the mark of a good director is when you say it's the new director's name movie. Oh, instead you know of saying I mean? like the you, actor. No one, or yeah, the, like it's you could. I could perfectly see someone say, "Hey, we're gonna go watch the new Christopher Nolan movie," or. Hey, we're gonna go watch the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, because that's like. Yeah. You know, you know that you're in for a. Yeah, but. Okay, that yeah, that's it. That's you know what a, I mean. But I don't, yeah. I don't hear like I'm, I, I mean, I can't really think of like. They're both marks of good director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, especially, yeah, especially the whole time thing with Christopher. Oh, yeah. I mean, it didn't come up as much in the Dark Knight trilogy, but in everything else, it's always. Yeah. See, what's interesting about his Dark Knight trilogy, I feel like he could have gone more into like some weird stuff with Batman. You know well, what I mean? he probably. I mean, I'm sure there was some sort of give and take between how artistic he wanted to get yeah. with it and how much they wanted to keep it a comic book movie. Yeah, that's true. You know? that's I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just... Oh, man, I... He, I, yeah, he probably could have ran with it. Yeah, just, I, I would yeah. have loved to have seen him just, like, make could it really have, weird. Could have run with it. Yeah. Have run, yeah, have run with it. I just wanted to name, like, all of my favorite, like horror directors mm. so like john carpenter uh who did like the first halloween and the most recent halloween he worked on haven't seen him oh we need to watch those man i don't like horror movies oh well <laughs> you'll watch it though you'll watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's it's really good and he actually does the music for them too he directs oh no he, way yeah. that's cool yeah, yeah that, that actually is cool he's really good with the music too yeah i think you would like him but wow. so so him, a little bit of a double threat, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, um, he directed one of the best horror movies of all time, but Stanley Kubrick. He 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 kind that of. That sounds so familiar. He did The Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, right. That's but right. But he also did Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. That's right. He that's had, right. That's right. Okay. He yeah. had a lot of uh, like every movie he did was a different genre. He kind of he kind of dabbled in like surrealism. Oh, absolutely. More than most. Yeah, especially yeah. with two thousand one, but also a little bit in The Shining. I mean, pretty pretty deep with The Shining. Yeah. I would actually say, but surrealism is a very like non unpopular style. I know. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah. I I love The Shining for it. Yeah, it just doesn't explain yeah. all the weird stuff. But so he wasn't involved in Doctor the sequel. What was it called? Doctor Sleep. Yeah, he wasn't involved no, in that. Had, okay, he had okay. No involvement. And then my last honorable mention and. Uh, he sh honestly should be in my top three, but uh, it's just tough right now. So <laughs> it's tough to make a decision. So I'm gonna put him in the honorable mention is Martin Scorsese. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, yeah. I just like I love Taxi Driver so much, and uh, The King of Comedy, and I The Irishman was great. Yeah, and and I and I also enjoyed The Irishman a lot. Yeah, um, oh, no, Martin Scorsese is incredible. I mean, Taxi Driver is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So. So coming in, coming in at the number three spot for me. For Mr. Eric. It's it's gonna be uh, Adam McKay. Addison Ray. Addison Ray. Adam McKay. <laughs> I need a bad director. Adam. Ooh. 
Adam McKay. <laughs> um, so, Adam McKay, you don't know him. He's a writer and director. So he writes I his... I see his name on a ton of stuff. Yeah, he writes his movies. Most good directors write their movies. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Quentin Tarantino, Martin yeah. Scorsese. Yeah, like good, a lot of good directors write their movies. Um, uh, he did two recent movies, and they were both, you know, both sort of had the same, a similar setting, just sort of taking a, a, a deep look into some historical events. One was the 2008 economy crash. And one was Dick oh, Cheney's, right, Dick right. Cheney's uh, vice presidency. I love that era. Yeah. And they're both... <laughs> I mean, terrible era, but it's yeah, an interesting one yeah, for movies. Yeah. yeah. They're both comedies first. Huh. They're comedies first, but they're extremely heavy and dark at times. Yeah. But they're but on the surface, they're comedies, and they are funny. Dude, they, they make me laugh so much. Dude, like, they're... Yeah. Comedians are some of the best, like, all-around talented. Like, yeah. If you, if you could get into, like, Adam Sandler with Uncut Gems doing like a heavy role like that but like yeah Perry can do heavy roles and adam mckay can write like some really intense stuff yeah and the music for both of those movies is really 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 good but he is just so 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 stylized and every um like all both both of the movies are directed in almost an identical style oh, like yeah. no, how I'm he does like cuts and Talks to the, you know... And I get what you were talking fourth about. Fourth wall breaks. I get what you were talking about earlier about how, uh, like, a director, you walk out and you know who directed that movie. Yeah, because, yeah. Because of the way that it's been stylized. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, you go into that movie and you're like, yeah, this feels like an Adam McKay movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. has its own yeah. style. It's, yeah, the movie has, like, its own personality. And there's, like, you know, like, the, the both of them have, like, the narrator, fourth wall break kind of thing. Yeah. They're talking to the... Because a lot of the stuff is complicated and you never heard of it before yeah. so they have to teach you things while you're watching yeah so that but they do that in a cool way it's not yeah. like a it's not like an annoying way right 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 i don't know yeah i i'm just i'm just uh in love with those with that so with those what's movies. your number two or should you, I yeah, you my... yeah 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 you, you go okay. with number three okay so i'll go with my number three then uh my number three is uh sam raimi Mm. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Or no. That's Avengers. Dun 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 dun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mostly because of Spider Man and Spider Man Two being some of my favorite movies, and I mean, Spider Man Three. Come on, Spider Man. Yeah, 3 it's fun. It's I, it, so yeah. fun. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I love Spider Man Three. You're but... trash, Brock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna yeah. put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Such a good. Such a good trilogy, and and so I loved him for those. I mean, I grew up on those. Spider Man's my favorite fictional yeah. character of all time. Yeah. Um, Amen. Yeah. Salute. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he. I I just think Sam Raimi, out of all the Spider Man directors and most comic book directors, uh, comic book movie directors, like understood the source material and clearly loved it, and like. His movies are just so much more, I feel, iconic than the mm. Garfield or Holland movies. You know what I mean? There's just so much... And, and maybe that's because I grew up on it. But mm. I, I think he definitely has a style you, to him as well. I mean, they're not as... They're, I see what you're saying about them being more iconic. But they're not as like well-liked. Especially with Tom Holland, people love Tom Holland. That's true. And it's but so like, 
But I know what you're saying, because yeah. they are more, because they do feel more like comic book movies, and not like... Yeah, he has a, there's a certain, like, cheesiness to yeah, him yeah, that's yeah. just so endearing. Yeah. Uh, and, and that carries over into another uh, movie of his that I adore, and that's uh, Evil Dead. We watched that together that one time. Yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. I watch, uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 are just some of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's literally just pure, like, unbridled, like... I enjoyed artistry. I enjoyed Evil Dead. Yeah, and so you and and that just feels like Sam Raimi. I mean, the whole like swooping shot. Oh, like, through, I love through that. the woods and Evil Dead, and then you see how that transitions into Spider Man swooping through the city. Yeah, it's like I really think he was born to direct Spider Man. Yeah. So. And it was low budget, right? Wasn't Evil Dead low budget? Evil Dead was super, and then the second one had a higher budget, and I, he really just did whatever he wanted. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so I I don't know. I, I, I love Sam Raimi though. I think he's uh yeah. I think he's fantastic. And I, I think people don't give him the credit he deserves. I think Spider Man two is like one of yeah. the greatest superhero movies of it's all. It's just time. been it's just been overshadowed by all the yeah. stuff. Yeah. People Yeah. But I mean every scene's got a pizza time or <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like yeah. A, some iconic line, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, that's my number three is Sam Raimi. Not bad. I grew Rook. up on him. Not bad, Rook. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, right, number two. My number two is, I, I just sort of felt like I had to, you know, kind of throw back with a timeless, uh, legend, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, he, he's my, he's my number two. Uh, there's so many, I mean, so many just, like, I, like, things that are staples of American culture. In my opinion, like Indiana Jones and Jaws, yeah, are like oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like those, those are like those are those are just icons. Yeah, yeah, like, like and and so many things like in Jaws were uh, creatively. It's like it's like Star Wars level zeitgeist, like cultural significance. Yeah, like, like Indiana just, Jones, the you know, and all these. Yeah, like the Jaws music is in like cartoons. Yeah, and, like, everybody yeah, just yeah. knows that. Yeah, and yeah. and with Indiana Jones, it was like the. Like the people, you know, people started getting the whips and people started like, oh yeah, you know, like it was just, it was just a thing, you know, yeah. And uh, and I think you know, kind of the the golden age of cinema. And yeah. more recent, even more recently, he's done, uh, I Bridge of Spies. I don't know if you saw Bridge of Spies. I didn't see Bridge okay. of Spies. Okay, that was I saw Tom Hanks. I saw the Post though. Yeah, the Post. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. I enjoyed um, that one. Yeah, so even more recently, he has had some uh, some duds. I would say the BFG was a oh, yeah. was a dud. Well, well, but, that was a kids movie though. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, but yeah, British Spies Bridge in the Post, similar, but uh, but you know they were really, you know, obviously not the traditional action adventure like yeah. you know like the classics, but still like you know. Yeah, I don't know if this is true, but this I I heard this in Boy Scouts. Yeah, there's there was a cinematography merit badge. <clears throat> And I think it was started by Steven Spielberg. I think he was an Eagle Scout. Whoa. And he started the mirror badge. I, might, I didn't know I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to fact check it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I, To go along with that, James Cameron earned it. Like, from him. Really? That's that's what they... That's the, that's the story? Yeah. That's, like, how, that's, that's what, how the story goes. Yeah. That'd be cool if it was true. Wow. And uh, E.T., right? Oh, E.T., yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Another, uh, you know, 
One of his earliest experiences with cinematography came from his participation in Boy Scouts, which helped, he helped develop a merit badge for scouts who pursue the art. No way. Yeah. That's sick. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know about that James Cameron thing. Maybe I made yeah. that up. They see, I mean, it seems like they're not... It's the called movie-making age, age, now, but... The age difference isn't that... I feel like they're pretty close in age. They are pretty close in age, huh? Yeah. Why did I think that, then? Maybe it was uh, Dove Cameron who got it. <laughs> Instead of James yeah, Cameron. Yeah, from Jesse. <laughs> Better in stereo. Or Living Maddie. Oh, Living yeah. Maddie, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, yeah. All right, yeah. Either way, though, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that, so there you go. What are we on, number two? Yeah. Okay, my number two is the Coen Brothers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Kidnapping. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure you're yes. gonna talk about that. I was that. literally gonna talk about it. Start with your Fargo, story. Yeah. Fargo, The Big Lebowski, uh, some of my favorite movies of all time, Raising Arizona. I've only seen Raising Arizona once, but it was fantastic. And I still need to see Hail Caesar yeah. and Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, but, uh, okay, this one does break the, 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 kidnapping. the kidnapping, but uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fantastic movie, but... Um, not no, not my favorite of theirs. Probably Fargo or uh, The Big Lebowski is my favorite of theirs. Mm. But um, they're just how many of their movies have you seen? Uh not many. Just I've seen I've, I've seen, seen Caesar. Caesar. I've seen I've seen a couple others. Um, but but yeah, yeah, their style of just like. I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's just it's very wacky characters. Yeah. But in yeah. like a real world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, there's always some kind of like crime involved. They're really into that kind of thing. So I mean, okay. So what I was <laughs> the kidnapping thing, I put together that, you know, Hail Caesar that someone gets kidnapped. You were telling me that George Clooney. George yeah. Clooney's kidnapped. So raising Arizona, Nicholas Cage kidnaps like the governor's baby or something, or like the mayor's baby. Mm -hmm. And so Fargo, William H Macy pays two guys, Steve Buscemi and the other guy, to kidnap his wife and hold her for ransom. Right. Yeah. So that he can get some of that money. Uh, Big Lebowski, that the Big Lebowski's wife gets kidnapped. And he has to pay a ransom. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, it just seemed like every movie of theirs was about kidnapping and ransom, but, I mean, they're just really interesting, like, bizarre. Yeah, I recommend everyone watch The Big Lebowski. Yeah. My, uh, my... Number one. Number one, Damien Chazelle. Yeah, I knew it, yeah. I could, I could, I could do a whole episode just on Damien Chazelle. Uh, I've seen... Everything he's ever touched, uh, from a professional, you know, yeah. standpoint, uh, his, for, you know, like a, a movie made like in college guy, Madeline on a park bench. And then most recently the Eddie on Netflix, um, Damien Chazelle, he, so, the, so one of the things that he, that is so identified about, about him yeah. is his cinematography which I know is weird because he's not the cinematographer. But, like, he has his own... I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, directors have a say in that. Yeah. And uh, his, his movies are shot in a way 
Maybe not so much La La Land because it was kind of a magical movie. Right, right. But with Guy Madeline, Whiplash, First Man, and Eddie, the, the couple episodes. Of, he didn't direct the whole show, but he directed two episodes. Yeah. Um, you've he he the camera is done in a way where you feel like you're like right you're you feel like yeah. you're sitting there with that in the same room. Yeah. Just from but just by the way the camera Dude, is. That done. is so true. And, that and, is so true. And I thought it was awesome. And uh, and I mean. A lot of his movies are, you know, they, ha- you know, they're very like romantic and, oh, yeah. you know, love yeah. and, and, and stuff, uh, which I think, you know, I, I think he does it in a really cool way, in a really unconventional way, you know, not like the, yeah. what you would expect, especially with Matt, Guy and Madeline on the park bench. I need to see that. And, yeah, you do. And uh, La La Land. Hmm. And then... I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like and like <laughs> one thing movie, bro. Yeah. And I think this this really came out in La La Land and First Man what mm-hmm. was that he uh any if you if you froze the movie at any point and printed it out on a sheet of paper oh, and put like it and put it on your wall, it looks like yeah, it looks like a piece of art. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's just crazy. And the Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. And he works with Justin Hurwitz. Uh, the composer, you know, they write the songs. Oh, yeah. And Damien Chazelle actually writes lyrics, too. He writes the lyrics to some of the songs. Ah, um, nice. So he's a, he's a very musical guy, jazz. You know, he loves jazz. I love jazz. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I, 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 like I jazz. <laughs> I think he's insane. And I'm so, 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 so excited for Babylon. And I oh, hope yeah. it's as cool as it sounds. Well, t- tell us about it. Cause right, yeah, because right now, Babylon is a movie that is... It's not It's not rumored. Like, it's confirmed. Yeah. Uh, but it's in pre-production. And it's going to be a movie that's like... Which, I mean, obviously with COVID now... Right. Who even knows what that means. Right. So, so it takes place in Hollywood as things are transitioning from silent movies to talkies. Oh, that's yeah, sick. and 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 the it's like cast. The aviators. Yeah. That time the cast is rumored to be Brad Pitt, Emma Stone, Tobey Maguire, and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, this is what you were telling yeah. me about. Yeah. Yeah, that it would be Tobey Maguire's return yeah. to live action Which, cinema. Yeah. That cast just has me excited already. I mean, we know Dude, Emma Stone is yeah. That that fascinates me just because of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But I, I mean, also Brad Pitt and Emma yeah. Stone. That's. Crazy. Yeah, so I think I think Damien Chazelle has a. I think he's a genius. I think he has a bright future, and I think that everything he touches turns to gold. <laughs> and I yeah. worship him. I pray to him. And <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I cannot I cannot disagree with you because that when Babylon comes out, if it's what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. could easily be one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think he's I think he's a genius, and uh, I mean yeah, and he I mean he's super just creative right right innovative with the way you know doing things taking things from a whole new perspective things that you've seen done and done over again like la la land you know a musical you know that's been done since the 40s yeah but he did it in you know yeah and it still paid homage to him yeah fantastic all right number one for you so my number one and there's never any question is quentin tarantino um, which is such a 
film guy. Yeah, yeah. Major. I'm, I'm gonna go watch Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and, I'm sorry, uh, guys. I like movies that say something about society, like Pulp Fiction, like <laughs> like that guy. On yeah, the, the, the TikTok guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so it's so stupid to say, but I mean, I. It's his like, movies are a blast. They're a blast. You have a great they're time. They're so yeah. fun, yeah. and he's so passionate about them. Like, yeah. If, if you see, ever see him talk about it, but not just that. I mean, to, we were talking earlier about Adam McKay and Christopher Nolan, like talking having about a style. Directors having a style, and you saying, "Yeah, this feels like a this director's movie." Quentin Santino has one of the most identifiable, uh, like aesthetics to his movies and, and yeah. ways of directing. I mean violence. Yeah, well yeah, violence yeah. but also like the the timeline, like scenes being played out in weird ways. Yeah. Uh or like extended conversations Dialogue. that just don't even feel like they like contribute to the plot. Contribute to the plot very much. It just feels like two people talking about something. But really there is some kind of you know like significance. Significance yeah. to what they're talking yeah. about. I mean it, it conveys like oh these people are friends or these people have are disagreeing on something like he he he's fantastic with dialogue and uh yeah i mean his movies are are just so fun to watch what are your what are your like high what are your uh oh my top yeah Tennessee yeah movies? uh inglorious bastards is really high up there it's just yeah i mean that was in your top three Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, are you are you asking for like my favorite like things he does or favorite movies? Both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Um. Shoot. You really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when we saw it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards. I really liked Once Upon a Time in Ho- uh, Hollywood. I loved that movie. Uh, I think I saw it like three times in theaters. So, I mean, obviously we have, like, different tastes there. I just, I just found it, like, fascinating. Yeah. Just feeling like, I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. But, um, I mean. I, wa- I watched it and I was like, hmm. <laughs> My favorite thing he does is, is his dialogue. So, like, just, like, the way that he, his, what the characters say is funny, but yeah. like witty, like I did, but not in like an annoying way, like Josh Whedon can sometimes get. I like, I I love the way that he does that. I think him and the Coen Brothers, like, their like two styles are probably what has like affected my like writing, oh, like my yeah. screenplay like the most. Yeah, is stuff like that. My favorite thing he does is the satisfying endings. Oh yeah. Uh, oh and yeah. like and like I hate violence, so I kind of dread them. Yeah, but at the same time, it's really fun when it actually happens. Yes, and it bro. Just, yeah. Nothing is more satisfying like, than the Django or are they yeah. glorious past? Dude, literally. You Once upon a time, Hollywood. Yes, they all have. They all have the satisfying, satisfying ends. Yeah. Violent, but satisfying. Yeah. yeah, 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 and I mean, he's insane. Like he's yeah. like crazy. Like like in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like in real life, like he's actually insane, but he's just so talented he i think he is one of the last like titans of like mm. di- like old directing mm. he just yeah. pays so much homage to old things he uses old scores that's another thing i love that he does is repurposing old scores yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean his movies are just yeah they're not perfect like no, i don't think there's such a thing as a perfect movie i do i think there are several perfect movies really yeah. okay okay um I don't think he like never makes a mistake or like 
a bad like call about something. Like uh, he's, I see. He's I see. human. You know I what see. I mean? He's human, but uh, I, I love all of his movies. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. He's fantastic. Yeah. So well, that's my number one. That's all our top three. Cool man. Your top three. Yeah. I guess that's the uh, all we have to talk about. And thanks so much for sticking around for this whole thing, listening to us talk. A bit, means... bit of a long episode, maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe. Have to cut it down. Yeah. Okay. Then, you know, it means a lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, l- l- give us some feedback, tell us what we should do next, or let us know how we're doing, you can leave a review. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. You're, if you're on Apple. You if can you feel like it. Review. Yeah, we, we heard loud and clear. <laughs> That was so funny. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, support coming in, so just... uh, Keep that up. Keep that up. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks.